Welcome to Arrivals and Departures podcast, your weekly dose of migration stories. My name is Valkyria Hatman and I am the presenter of this program. If you don't know us already, let me introduce you to our podcast. Arrivals and Departures brings migration-related topics with perspectives from within. In this space, the migrant is the protagonist, we just help tell their stories with some extra data. First of all, let's listen to Beatriz and Susana, two Brazilian women in their 20s who are currently graduating from university. I can say two main reasons. The first one is quality of life. And the second one is work opportunities. That's the two main reasons that make me to do some actions to make my migration come true. I feel like I can have more opportunities here, that I can have a better quality of life, I can get paid more for the same job. And I feel like the city here that I live is safer than my my town back in Brazil and sometimes I feel like if I stay here I would be I will be away from everything I know but at the same time I know that with time I can create um, my own network here like new friends um, new environments that will be familiar to me Through these testimonies, you can already imagine that in this week's episode, we will talk about Brazilian youth's aspiration to migrate. To understand how a growing desire to migrate is worrying Brazilian demographers and scientists, we need to take a moment to look into the country's demography. Last year, Brazil's census was released and everyone, including specialists, was caught by surprise. The data revealed that the Brazilian population is not growing as expected. This is worrying since Brazil's time to enjoy economic growth potential thanks to its larger share of the working age population is dying out. The country could have an aging population as soon as 2035 according to estimates. Now, more than ever, Brazil needs its youth to contribute to the economic growth of the country. However, a 2022 survey by Datafolha revealed that 76% of Brazilians between 15 and 29 years old would leave the country if they could. That's not good news for a country that needs them to develop economically. Enough of data for now, let's talk to Beatriz to understand a bit more about this topic and her perspective. Beatriz Schaefer is 23 years old, she studies public relations in the most prestigious university of her state and the desire to migrate has never left her mind. Beatriz, you told us a bit about the reasons that led you to aspire to migrate. Could you tell us which countries you have in mind? I have a long list of target countries, but I will say my top five. Japan, New Zealand, Canada, Italy and Australia. All of them are highly developed countries. And how has this plan gone for you up until now? To be honest, I could be more engaged in planning my departure. But the main reason that I still can put in action my desire to migrate is money. 
my monetary situation is not good in this moment, but I always research and try to make contact with people live in other countries and I always watch videos with tips to try a work opportunity or a scholarship holder opportunity too but in theory I I'm engaged but in practice not too much all right and in your family you have close examples of people who achieved this goal right Actually, my brother and my sister-in-law are going to move to Canada only in the next year, January to be more specifically, but it's really nice to see how happy they are because they are planning this for 10 years already. So I'm really, really happy to see the excitement and the opportunities finally came and now the dreams come true, you know, so... They are really, really excited and happy and nervous and a lot of emotions. I can see that in, in both. Beatriz, thank you so much for sharing your experience. We hope your plans come true and we look forward to talking to you in the future too. It was a pleasure. Well, the second interview of this program brings a different situation. Susana Stubert is a Brazilian veterinary medicine student who is currently in Canada. She was selected to spend three months in a scientific internship at a Canadian higher education institution. As we heard at the beginning of the program, she considers migration as a good alternative for her, especially as a researcher. However, the experience of living abroad is making her question whether it's the best alternative for her. So, let's talk to her. What do you like about your life in Canada now, Susanna? I could say that I feel really great here. I'm living in Saskatoon, in Saskatchewan. And when I compare to my city back in Brazil, I feel like it's so pacific here. We don't have a lot of traffic. I can ride my bike everywhere. And I really feel safe. Like, I used to ride my bike at 10 p.m. at night by myself and I feel okay. Um, that's not something I used to do back in my city. And what else? Um, this city is very interesting because we have a lot of immigrants. So when I'm having lunch at the cafeteria here in the university, I have lunch with people from different countries. And you can hear Chinese, you can hear people from India, um, people from Colombia, and whatever. A lot of different countries. So I met a lot of interesting people here and I feel like with the money I earn from my work I can buy more things on the supermarket I can have access to different food and I can access more electronics and things that I didn't have the money to buy back in Brazil and my purchasing power is greater here well, I can relate to what you describe, and I like to ask also, what is making you question your aspiration to leave your home country? It's very difficult to make this decision because I feel like my roots are in Brazil and I have my support network over there, I have my friends, I have my family, and sometimes I feel like if I stay here, I would be 
I will be away from everything I know, but at the same time, I know that with time, I can create um, my own network here, like new friends, um, new environments that will be familiar to me. And that's the thing that I have to consider, but I'm still trying to decide on that. Um, being here is still so out of my comfort zone like my english is not perfect yet so i have sometimes i have trouble communicating stuff when i have to um, deal with some serious matter and one thing that is very important i learned yesterday from a friend so he had this family issue back in brazil um, he had a sick relative and he wanted so bad to return to Brazil to be with that person, but he couldn't because the flight was very expensive and he didn't have the money at that time and he had a problem with his passport, so there is no way he could go back. And he was feeling sad about this, but then he told me like, this is something that you have to deal with when you immigrate and there is no other way so you are kind of stuck here and it's not so easy to just go back when you feel like so that can can make you cry sometimes because you really miss home you miss your culture the people that you know how will behave because here people are different they have different backgrounds different cultures so you can just be friends with everyone as you do in your home country because you know how to make friends and here people sometimes are more professional they are very polite but they are not your friends so sometimes you feel like you are a little bit isolated and you're a little bit lonely and that's why i think it's so important that you really put an effort in making friends but it's very hard to make friends with Canadian people because they already have their friends, their own network, and they don't need to make friends with you. In the same way, you need to make new friends to feel at home. So what I found is that way easier to make friends with other international people. So now I'm starting to make friends with other Brazilians and with Colum people from Colombia, people from Mexico, and I feel like I'm more... I. I have, um, it's easier for me to make friends with international people than with Canadians. And I think that's important for you to start feeling like home and not feeling so alone all the time. Since our time is almost up, I'd just like to know if there's anything the Brazilian government could do that would make you decide to stay, for example. Okay, that's a tough question. And I could say that yes and no at the same time. Because the reason that I would like to stay here is because I can have better job opportunities, a better career, um, I can spend less money on food, I feel safer walking on the street, um, the city is peaceful, and all of this. And I think this kind of change takes time. It's not something that the government can do from a day to another, um, but it's like a lot of years of good work. And we have so many social problems that we have to change together. Um, and this kind of thing takes years to happen. 
So I think maybe in a few years I would say yes, but not right now. And just making an additional comment about my experience here. I miss Brazil very much because there are a lot of things that I like more in Brazil than here. Um, starting with the food, I feel like the food in Brazil is way better than here. Also the weather, of course, because it can get really cold in here. And also how easy it is to make friends in Brazil, especially in work, because People here, they are very nice, but they are more closed to friendship, like they are more professional in their work environment. And of course, there, there is also the feeling of being comfortable, of being at home. That is something that I might take years to feel in here. Thank you very much for your contribution. It was a pleasure to have you on our podcast and we look forward to talking to you again in the future, maybe. So yeah, thank you very much. Both Susana and Beatriz are part of qualified youth that aspires to migrate. As we can see from Susana's perspective after living in Canada, this is not an easy decision. It is hard to explain this phenomenon, but we can link this situation to some migration theories to qualify this debate. This specific topic can be connected to the Aspirations Capabilities model. This theory states that the aspiration to migrate is more common when local opportunities no longer match someone's rising material and professional aspirations, as well as cultural preferences. This is happening with several educated people in Brazil who have access to other perspectives regarding the quality of life abroad and aim to achieve it. For both Susana and Beatriz, it seems like the labor market of their home country doesn't seem to correspond to all their expectations. And the solution they can see is to go somewhere else and look for better opportunities. And we can also add migration networks theory to the discussion. It explains how migrants create and maintain social ties with family and friends at home and also with other migrants. The theory also addresses how these ties can lead to the emergence of social networks. These networks operate at the meso level, which is the relationships level in people's lives, and they can explain further migration. Both young women we listen to seem to value networks in their experience. Beatriz keeps in touch with migrants abroad to get more information about the process to get to her target countries. While Susana, on the other hand, seems to see the network as an important instrument for support in a foreign land, something she couldn't find in three months abroad. Well, to end this episode and this discussion for now, we'd like to mention that there aren't any active measures from the Brazilian government to halt this young brain drain. But we look closely at the country and we wait for further developments so we can bring them to you, our audience. We hope these reflections were enriching for you. And we end the show here. And remember that we are always open to topic suggestions through our social media. Thank you very much for your audience. And we hope to see you back here.